When should you steal? Well, what should you steal? Hi, everyone. I am Lara Pareka, speaker, trainer, and coach. And I'm here to talk to you today about stealing. Controversial. You've heard me. You've heard me before, maybe. Maybe you've read my articles on LinkedIn. In my industry, stealing is bad. Oh, don't steal someone else's line or story or joke. Uh, I've had people tell me both the positive and the negative. So I've had advice. (laughs) Advice is like, you know what? Everybody has one. (laughs) I have had people tell me, stealing is bad. Don't do it. But then I've also been coached, stealing is good. Go ahead and do it. So where are you? Are you on the fence or do you pick a side? Maybe after our little conversation tonight, you may change your mind. Yesterday, my daughter came into the kitchen and said, Mom, did you get that YouTube video I sent you? And I said, oh, yeah, the one you texted me with that guy who wrote that book, uh, Steal Like an Artist. Yeah, wasn't it good? Oh, yeah, I liked it. Especially, Mom, I especially like the part where he says, steal every day. Steal an idea of clothing from somebody. Steal an idea of an expression someone says. Steal from people. Every day. She said, this is really helping me in my management career. And I thought, you know what? Good for her. I'm really proud of her. I have had good advice, like I said, and bad advice on this. And I even wrote an article on it because I was so fed up with the people in my industry saying, don't steal from anyone else. Create all of your own original stuff. And anyone with an IQ over 105 knows that nothing is left original on this planet. So here's what happened. I had joined a speakers association locally, and they had said, don't steal anything from anyone. And so I was super paranoid, super, super paranoid to not ever use anyone else's anything unless I was able to quote them exactly and attribute it to them. And I happened to be networking with someone who had created an online program. And he said, oh, hey, yeah, you should really check it out. It'd be really good for your daughter. So I went online and bought the program, but I didn't actually listen to it. I was busy creating a program on my own for something else. And I ran into him again uh, about a week later, and he said, oh, did you listen to it? And I said, no, because I'm creating my own program, and I want to make sure that nothing in mine is anything that was in yours because I don't want to be accused of stealing. So I figure I'll watch yours. I'll listen to yours after I'm done with mine. And he laughed and he said, Laura, there's nothing original on the planet and there's nothing that anyone owns. Go ahead, watch it, listen to it. And if there's anything you need from it or want to use in yours, go ahead. And I thought to myself, this is the kind of person I resonate with. One who wants the message out. One who is not so insecure and small that that they're afraid that you're going to take their proprietary word or phrase or idea. And then I also happened to do a lot of reading, so I came across James Altucher. If you don't know of him, he wrote Choose Yourself and several other books, and he's an advisor to many uh, in the stock market and in other areas. And he has a bit where he says that he wanted to become a stand-up comedian just, you know, for self-expression. And so what did he do? He went in the clubs, and he learned some other jokes, and he stole them. He started out by telling other people's jokes. 
Well, yeah, how are you ever going to be good enough to come up with some good jokes yourself when you're getting started? I totally agreed with him. I thought, you know what? When I was a teacher, I welcomed having other teachers come in the classroom and steal some of my ideas. I wanted them to use them with their students. Have you ever had this experience and which end were you on? Were you the person who wanted to use someone else's ideas or were you the one who should have been flattered by the fact that other people wanted to use yours? There's an expression I really like. It's called, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. And it really should be viewed that way. So anyway, my daughter really liked this book and this fella who Um, did a TED Talk on stealing like an artist. And the whole premise is that nothing is original. And even if you think you're doing something and it's original, if you look back far enough in history, you'll realize that it's not. (laughs) Even with music, I remember um, them saying there isn't even an original beat anymore. And um, if you research different artists in the musical realm, they'll say also, hey, listen, you know, I, I might have taken a few ideas from here, there, and everywhere and compiled it into my own thing, but I didn't just create it all out of thin air. And so in your life and in my life and in everybody's life, wouldn't we be better off if we did like Albert Einstein said and stood on the shoulders of those who went before us? That's what Albert Einstein said. He said he's grateful every morning for all the people that came before him that did the work that set him up to be able to continue. He didn't have to start over. He was able to steal their ideas. And it's not even stealing, so I don't even like to use that word. But anyway, um, if it sounds like a rant, it probably is because this one was near and dear to my heart. Because as I said, uh, sometimes we join organizations that actually hinder our growth instead of helping us. One must be careful who they take advice from. And so in my industry, we've if you take advice from too many people, your head starts to spin. Because here's the thing. There's no one road to becoming a professional speaker. Now, when I wanted to be a classroom teacher, yep, you go to college for four years, you do an internship, and then you get a job and get your own classroom. That's the way you have to do it. But with speaking, if you ask 10 speakers how they became a speaker, they will have 10 different roads that they took. Everyone has to be creative and come up with your own way. There is no one way to become a professional speaker. So consequently, if you get advice from different people, you'll end up having your head spin because you can't possibly do this person's advice and then the other guy tells you something that's totally opposite. You can't do that as well. So now think about your life. Who have you neglected to take ideas from because you thought it just wouldn't be right or fair? And then how was that working out for you? Probably not that good probably hindered your creativity and innovation and ability to create. And then on the other hand, when did you? I mean, think about it. Kids all imitate their parents. They imitate what they see. That's how we learn. When I first began singing, I had to imitate all these different styles until I found my own style. I developed my own voice. But it wouldn't have been possible if I didn't have any master's before me. I'm really glad now that I hang out with people who are um, positive and 
collaborative and they want to share ideas and they don't they don't say, hey, this is mine. Don't you say, don't you repeat this. Instead, they're happy when you share ideas. They say, hey, this is great. I'm glad that you're getting the word out. And so, you know, I wonder about you. Well, I wonder about you. <laughs> well, I'm telling you about me. So I wonder now, the teacher in me comes out. I wonder, what could you do differently to steal more? Steal more ideas. Steal. How about phrases? I mean, sometimes you'll hear someone say something that is just awesome. And then you feel guilty repeating it because you're like, oh, I didn't make this up. It's okay if you didn't make it up. All right, if you feel too guilty, just say something like, hey, this isn't original to me, but, and then say it. So that way you can ease your conscience that you're not uh, just plagiarizing. You know, when I was in school, boy, did we get in trouble if we copied anything. And now with the internet and everything, it's almost impossible for both, for you not to use anything from someone else, and it's also impossible for them to accuse you of it because there's so much out there that's been said. I know there now some some of you might be thinking, yeah, isn't there that website you can go to? You can put the content in and let them check it for authenticity. Well, yeah, but all that means is someone else before you used those lines or those phrases on the internet. What about all the writing that was done before the internet? Stuff that's not even uploaded to the internet. You really don't know who originally said what. And the more I study history, the more I find the greats of olden days have said things that have been repeated, sometimes in a different way, sometimes the same exact words. Um, and it's okay. Why do we have to be so selfish with stuff? You know, if you're a girl, did you have sisters? If you're a guy, do you have brothers? When you were young, did they try to wear your clothes sometimes? Or did you have to wear their hand-me-downs maybe? You know, it's okay, I think. What do you think? Isn't it okay to share? <laughs> Can't we all just get along? I tend to go with people like James Altucher. I tend to think that fella from the, the Speedy Mart uh, racetrack who created that course to help people was all right by me. He says, hey, share, use my stuff, which I never did end up using, but I did go back and then not be afraid to actually watch his course, make sure it was appropriate for my kid, put her on it, and you know we both learned from it. And so it's not like I really did need any of his content, but it was just so freeing for him to say, hey, you know, if it helps, use any of it. So similarly, I wonder if you could be more open-minded, and I'm definitely trying to be more and more open-minded. You know, um, we're all human, so if there's a time where I say something that's incongruent with what I just said, you know, something that doesn't match up, you know, if you're around, call me on it. Um, we all make mistakes, and I try not to. <laughs> I try to do good. We all do. Hey, I have an expression. Um, I always do my best. It's a little on a little note card, a little affirmation for me, and I have it in the pantry because we all know if you like food, you're going to go in the pantry more than once a day. Even if you're not getting anything, you're just looking around. You just want to you know, do a little survey and see what you have just to remind yourself of what you have. Um, but oftentimes, you know, I'll go in there to grab something and I've got my little card up there that says, I always do my best and I don't really need it because it's already become a part of my character. 
I know that I'm going to do my best. And so I don't have to ever have any regrets. No regrets. Never feel bad about anything because I always do my best. And it's a good place to start from because too many people spend too much time in their old age regretting that they didn't do this or didn't do that or should have done this or what would have happened if they had done that. That, my friend, is no fun. I'm not even that old, but I've been around for several decades, and I know that um, there's so many choices you can make in life. And so one of the choices that I challenge you now to try is that of stealing like an artist. And and, uh, a step up from that is to combine you know, steal a couple different ideas and take them from one field to maybe another industry or another field or another dimension or combine ideas from different fields. That is innovation. There's so much change going on in, in the world now that a lot of people are really interested in ability to cope with change and stress, ability to innovate and change ability to um, be fast at learning, unlearn things, and relearn other things. And so stealing ideas, stealing things from here, there, and everywhere is probably uh, the new mantra for 2020 and beyond. What do you think? By the way, you can leave a voice message for me to reply to any of these uh, podcasts. I hope you enjoy the show. I've only been on for a week now. This is our seventh episode. Yay! And the crowd went wild. <sighs> I really enjoy this because it's just, you know, an evening gentle voice of mine, um, not on stage. I'm not coaching, I'm not training, I'm just talking to you, and uh, I hope it feels like that. I hope it feels like I'm in your ear, just kind of there with you. You can check in every night, should be a new podcast on as often as that, and if you joined me late, you might want to go back and check out some of the earlier uh, episodes. How about that? Well, I'm going to sign off for now. I will see you tomorrow. If you want to check out that article. It's on LinkedIn. You can friend me. I am Laura Marie Pareka and I'm on LinkedIn. And the article is called Stealing is Good. (laughs) So go ahead and read it at your leisure. It's a quick read, a couple minutes. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. And remember, steal like an artist.